you know, I wonder. It, we, we probably have a, a fairly hardcore audience, obviously. People that are coming in to, to watch our post-show show uh, of AEW Dynamite are, are probably pretty big AEW Dynamite fans, I, yeah. I assume. And we are here reviewing it. I, I think a five and a half maybe feels right because it's like it's a good show that you that people probably half watched, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was like it was a good show that wasn't like you had to be you were wrapped at attention the whole time. It was like you could sort of zone in and out of it. It wasn't like there were some great moments and it was, you know, on the whole, it was good. But, um, you know, now that you're in the winter and you're competing with all these other events that are on at night, uh, they sort of get a little more half watched, I feel like. I get what you mean, Zoobs. Now, of course, I would never lower myself to the level to watch those fake sports. I'm going to be doing this uh, no matter what. And thank you, Cactus Joshua, for the uh, – how are there people longer subs than me? You, you tell you think, me. You think surely <laughs> uh, I, I would have as at least as long as Daddy back, but alas. Uh, see Suppa not letting this, the subs die. Thank you very much, Clubhouse See Suppa. Uh, I think I'm lower than the Sean on this Spears one, or Where Preston are you saying Vance. you are? It's 10, baby. Uh, so that being said, I've I've sort of been like the like five. I I think my exact cap would be five and a half. But I don't think it was five and a half. Like five out of seven sort of captures what I feel. Um, a good show, not unmissable. No one thing. Like when we when we're here to title the shows or like get ready to talk about the right. shows, there's no one thing that really stands. Out. I guess the MJF promo is pretty good, but like that's such an obvious thing to say at this point. Um, so it doesn't strike me as remarkable in any way. So I think a five is probably because it was overall a good show. Um, I think a five is where I land. Yeah, we're in a really similar ballpark here. 4.75 for me, just a shade under you. There were a couple things on this show. And, and Zoobs, uh, you know this to be true about so many things in life. Uh, when, when you're in love with somebody, the you see through <laughs> the flaws. You're, right. you're, you're doing the dance. You're thinking, okay, you know, I'm overlooking all this because I'm falling in love with you. And, and for me personally, AEW has lost some of that clean. Not all of it. But the the goodwill, her annoying laugh is actually cute stage is long over <laughs> for all Elite Wrestling and I. And so there were, you know, not yeah, errors, but things I didn't like on the show. Some leaning on people that are, are not to my personal tastes on the program. And that, that I come in a little lower. This probably would have been something north of a five for me, you know, this time last year. Boy, we are in an interesting spot with this television show all of a sudden. I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, I think you nailed it uh, sort of exactly as like... Two years ago, I, I would have – people are more optimistic, I think, than I am on some of the stuff that I really dislike. I think a couple of years mm -hmm. ago, whether it be uh, Matt Hardy first coming in or, like, you're watching a lot of Christopher Daniels, you sort of like – I was sort of like, yeah, but the rest of it, what I'm getting is so uh, worth it that I, like, I'll overlook the, the 10 minutes here and there. And now the the 15 to 20 minutes that are really not for me, uh, I don't know that the counterbalance is is as striking as it was not too long ago. Yeah, striking is right. And and frankly, uh, next week, I think this will probably be a large portion of what we talk about both across the programs and online. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at wrestling underscore brain. Uh, but Full Gear, in some ways, is among my least anticipated pay-per-views and in other ways, among my most, because I feel like they need to make a statement. I can't tell you about a, a stream I've been more excited to do than Full Gear 2022, the moment it ends, on a Saturday night, because this is a federation in motion this can be a turning point but you can stop the hemorrhaging i will be right back to praising you tony but we have to start some things in motion and so yeah probably a 4.75 for me tonight and i can sort of uh, key in on reasons why as we get through the show let's do it let's get into it we horrible music of dynamite is quickly interrupted by the guns theme song now zooms if i were to show you a photo of uh austin and colton gun and say 
What, what is these guys' tag team name? What, what would you say their tag team name is? Uh, that's Gun Club, right? Right. So you think Gun Club or Ass Boys, here and last week, they're Crons and on commentary. They're just being called The Guns. Mm, well, maybe it's not a club because there's not three of them anymore, right? They sort of don't have the just two guys. Now you're just two guys. Could that actually out. be the reason? Makes sense to me, right? You can never get one past the Zoom. You'd have to wake up at 2 a.m. and drink nothing probably, but coffee yeah. for whatever he wants. Probably, like probably like a zoning thing or like, uh, you know, the bureaucracy, municipal politics. Goddamn bureaucracy, man. Red tape, man. I hate it. It really is everywhere. <laughs> uh, the guns are out uh, to kick off our 4v4 tag match that's going to start off tonight's show. They're teaming with Swerve and Our Glory, representing your two teal heel tag teams aligning here. And they're taking on FTR and the Acclaimed. Really two of your more overacts anywhere on the AEW roster right now. An enormous pop for both of these babyface teams who are aligned here to take on the baddies. And I was able to get into this match, certainly at points. Uh, I think... Long-time viewers of this program can probably guess that four versus four isn't exactly my dream uh, match type. But my, uh, I saw our Twitter timeline and in, in my Discord were pretty alive for this one. There were sequences I liked, but then sequences I didn't. Where did you land on this one, Zeus? I look at a match like this where, um, for me personally, it's sort of almost like there's a bunch of stuff in this match that I already know, right? I, I know FTR is good. I know I like what Swerve and, and sure. uh, Keith Lee are doing. So, like... That stuff as good as it may be it's not going to surprise I'll, I, I expect that for me these matches are it's more about like the guns of the acclaimed like are they hanging in there does it seem like does it make sense with them in with these guys does it all seem like you know this is the this is the upper four teams in the, in the tag team division for example like does it feel like um they belong and and man i mean acclaimed is, is right there step for step with most over people in the company right now so um i think that's a great showing and i i continue to have an affinity and soft spot for the gun club so i can see being interested in it uh if you were just like in the mood to see some, some good wrestling out of the beginning of the show and i will say before i don't want to step on your point but i i nope. love the uh i sort of like what they're doing with keith and and swerve where mm. like just sort of grumpy keith like he doesn't want to be in the eight man tail sort of like he gets to be very uh hard on the sleeve in a, in a way that's different than what i expected from him and i'm really enjoying so um again all stuff i already sort of knew but i want to point out that i enjoyed nonetheless now, I actually kind of wanted to wrap up on this point, so maybe we'll just jump to it now. Who's the ass man? It is Avenging Pineapple, who's saying officially cleared. Yeah, Zoobs, me, and Soraya. You're not going to believe it. All three of us officially cleared to be here doing what they said couldn't be done. Um, I also like the, the Keith Lee dynamic quite a bit, but your question that you sort of let off with there, Zoobs, and I think I know your answer here, but if this is what the AEW tag team division looks like right now, and I think you nailed it, this is it, what do you think of that? And how do you feel about the guns in that space? I think we all agree that the acclaimed are, are doing great in that upper echelon. Are the guns fitting in in a way uh, to you? Are they are they meaningful in this role? They're in a space where I would like, I would excuse them when ending the FTR feud with them sneaking, like sneaking out a win somehow. Whether, mm. it, you know, different some some kind of chicanery, some some sort of trickery, some sort of like it ultimately isn't fair, but they do get the like record win. I they they I, I would like to see that happen. I think just sort of like in terms of let's just see what they can do with that because because everything else has sort of clicked along and maybe they're saving that for a bigger moment. They probably are, but um, I think they're it, you. I think there's obviously there's teams and pairings. I think you, we prefer to have in that spot, but um, is there right now? Right, but like, there's like hypothetical teams, right? There's of course, yeah, sure. You could throw together two wrestlers, uh, you know depending on your tastes and, and want them to be the fourth. But, 
yeah, it's a roundabout way to answer that question. I apologize. Not at all. Uh, some thoughts for the chat on the gun club here. Ashton Kutcher saying, of course, it moved right away, that they are working for me. They're fitting in at the top there. Hunter Ridge Farm saying they're fun. Uh, Trilly McGinnis saying the gun's theme is too good for them to not be at the top of the card. I agree. It's a good theme. Uh, good friend Jake saying the guns really have come such a long way since they turned heel way back when they've hit another gear. And Ashton Kutcher saying, the guns remind me of Riot Squad, where they grew on me more and more as we watched them develop in real time. So, yeah, some, some great thoughts on the Brainiacs, as always. Been big enough the guns. Basically, since uh, since Billy was teaching them how to bully people the next stage, I was like, yeah, this works for me. This, to me, I don't really like them at this level. I'm, I'm sort of on the other side with you guys. I buy them basically at this level and not a smidge higher. Um, yeah. It, I do it is, think it's... What you said is in play, though, that at the next ROH pay-per-view, I think December 10th, that they could beat uh, FDR for the ROH titles. I think that's in play. Be funny. That's all. You, you're a guy who likes to laugh, Zeus. Come on! All big joke. <laughs> Thank you for the gifted sub from I am Ahab. Uh, to our pal Double X 307. Ahab, uh, as soon as we say this is Ahab, uh, feeding the generosity. Of course, could we could hear the Matt's secret song tonight. That, that could. I mean, I'm going to keep pitching this song. I'm telling you, the people. I, I haven't heard it. Is the is the other thing? Yeah, Zoobs has not heard it. We could just freeze the show. So it, it it if we don't hear the song before Wednesday night tweet instead of Wednesday night tweet tonight, it's just going to be me pitching for for Matt's song. <laughs> um, there was a sequence in this match I liked a great deal. Zoobs, it was the Bowens and Keith Lee striking sequence. They did a real like precision beats power, timing beats speed thing, except in reverse, I suppose, as Bowens is sort of trying to light up the body. Keith is covering up, blocking and moving. A couple get through. Keith sort of no-sells. And then Keith just swats away the guard and clubs them with one. A reminder of uh, even if you're you're a guy size Anthony Bowens, you get three or four through, a guy like Keith Lee only needs to land one return. I think that there is an era of wrestling where that got all but forgotten. And you, you, go watch Johnny Gargano versus Keith Lee for an, an example of this, where it's like, oh, blow for blow. These guys are equivalents, I guess. It's it's nice to, I mean, that's legitimately how it would go. And I think that's a, a nice reminder in that match. Yeah, great call. Uh, deep, the, deep cut. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Eh? There are things I didn't like as much in this match. It's a, it, just sort of unavoidable with this many people. A lot of synchronicity is that or synch how do you say the word Subes? Synchronicity, I believe is what you're trying to say. Synchronicity. Thanks, Subes. You're always the better. You're the orator on the damn channel, not me. Everybody <laughs> knows that. But you have the spots you would expect in this match. You know, all the four guys get with each corner, the baby faces do the timed punches. You know, the crowd's super into it, but it's not you're into at that point. My brain just sort of goes like, okay, I, I've seen this match before in some ways. A lot of waiting for offense. There was a cool spot. I wish they didn't have to wait so long for it where Keith goes for a, he's going to, he swings Bowens and knocks out, I think it's Cash. Yeah. And then he goes to powerbomb Bowens onto Caster, but Caster isn't really in position. So he has to like, he looks behind his shoulder and like steps backwards a couple steps for Keith Lee to powerbomb uh, Bowens onto him. But it's like, I'm not the pickiest guy with stuff like that, but the ones that do stand out, I'll, I'll call out. Uh, and then I thought a really cool spot between Colton Gunn and Cash that I'm not even sure I'd really seen before, where there's like a crossbody where Cash catches in midair, and then they just sort of spin and bail to the floor together. Commentary sold this bump I, as meaningfully as I viewed it. The live crowd must have been, their attention was probably somewhere else, but commentary and me were like, holy mother of God, that was uh, really something wild. So yeah, a fun a fun match, but I didn't, uh, didn't fully uh, get into it. Uh, oh, you see in this chatter here, Zips? 
You want to go me or you? <laughs> you, you please. I'm I'm not feeling well. <laughs> now we've got uh, Venji Pineapple. You're saying I should do a stream on this topic because I know more about this topic than anyone here. So, and yeah. I just want to say that you should. I agree. I think you should go do that right now. And I think you and uh, the zero viewers will have a wonderful time. Uh, you can you can speak into the black hole and you can say I know more than Jay Zero and the Zoobs, uh, and yet. It will be like going to a well, lowering I'll the bucket, bust. expecting water, pulling it up, and having nothing to drink. Thanks for slinging by. What are we talking about here, Zeus? I actually thought I'd, <laughs> uh, I thought I'd chime in here. Uh, Please, I have a live feed. They just uh, Avenging Pineapple just started a stream, and I have a live feed of what it sounds like. Let's go to that. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I gotta admit, it's pretty good so far. Yeah, <laughs> he's really on to something. And Maddie Mac got him out the door. Uh, well, we'll see you later. I guess uh, the pineapple will not be avenged, uh, at least not here on Wrestling Brain. Tough scene. Tough scene. Anything else you want to say about this four way opening match? Zoobs live crowd was very into it by the end. We get Bowen's pinning uh austin at the end uh and yeah a, a, a fun tag match to open up dynamite yeah i've said a lot i, I, I think we covered fantastic and now zoobs you know me i'm always saying let's get out of the arena let's get mm -hmm. let's put these wrestlers in places you know i like when they use the arena to you know over here over there but i'm talking specifically can we get outside of the arena and so here we get maxwell jacob friedman on uh, one of those barstool podcasts, not you know, not my not my podcast of choice for the guy to appear on, of course. But they get him. Oh, I should mention actually, uh, AW having horrible audio issues exiting the last segment and going into this to such a degree that they restarted this segment once they realized that they'd gotten it fixed. A, a disaster that harkens back to years of yore. And uh, he's here on this podcast, and off of an almost nothing question, he cuts a really wonderful MJF promo. He talks about why next Sunday at Full Gear, you're not just looking at John Moxley versus MJF. You're looking at one of the most important matches in the history of our sport. And so at that point, I go, okay, probably not. Probably not how I would describe it. However, MJF is so good at talking me into the building. Let's see how he justifies this. And I think he actually goes on to justify this in a pretty compelling way. He goes, how many generational talents? You know me. All of you. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. You know nothing about 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 me. <laughs> You know nothing about me. You know nothing about me. You know nothing about me. All of you. 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 You know nothing about me. All of you.
listen, it's the easiest thing to do. It was like it was uh, a couple years ago. We're like, oh, man, Eddie Kingston and Moth promos in this show. Unbelievable. Uh, MJF in different situations, talking to different people, always going to be really good. And uh, I think I'm sold. That was that was that was what the feud sort of needed was. Um, I mean, more MJF talking, right? Sort of easy. We'll get to Mox later, of course, but I did think both guys really brought the heat on the horn tonight. Um, I thought some of the other examples MJF brought up of moments he'd been under overshadowed were pretty clever, uh, referencing the Cody neck tattoo, eating an entire pay-per-view. Uh, Matt Hardy's Sammy Guevara moment, which he calls Matt Hardy's Humpty Dumpty fall. <laughs> Uh, which cracked me up as it did also Humpty Dumpty. Hello, folks. Uh, and then uh, by uh, Chris Jericho, he just said uh, when he was under Chris Jericho for that period of time. So I thought all, all good points. You love when a wrestler is paying as much attention as you are, right? And here's a guy being like, oh, you've been watching this show? Like, look look at how long-term the storytelling actually is. And I appreciated that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, everything he's everything that he says he is, frankly. Do you think if you got a neck tattoo, it would detract from that episode of Double Dudes? Probably. Probably. Especially because it would be my first tattoo, right? Which is sort of interesting place to start on the neck. Yeah, it would be an intro, but it would be kind of a cool move, don't you think? Uh, it, I, It's tough. I don't think so. I don't think it what would if you went more throat? Like, uh, like down here? Um, it, Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Would, and it said just, the zoobs. I was gonna say, would you, like, obviously, you do words, or would you do like, it has a design? to be words? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'd say the zoobs. Yeah, that's why I put my underscore there. So I got rid of it, and I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> always one step ahead. Uh, we throw to the table here, and I just want to say, there's no, I don't have anything beyond this one note to say about it. I'm still thankful for Excalibur. Uh, I like Taz sitting in a suit with a nice green tie and Excalibur beside him in the mask. I, I just think it's a nice uh, commentary table. Now we get a Stokely Hathaway video package where he, the firm breaks up with MJF. Did I understand yeah. this correctly? Uh, I'll see you in hell, Max, regardless of what happens at full gear. Uh, I guess they, they're no longer MJF's hired. hired this, this does not bode well for the firm that they're already, already fully breaking off for MJF. To, to me, that's, that's just how I feel about it. Or are they? Dun, dun, dun. Right? No. Oh, do you do you think do you, do no, you think there's a I chance of that? I think uh no, I think it's I think I think yeah. we are seeing it. the AEW lesson here, right? We are gonna see the thing that should play out, play out, I think. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm starting to to join camp Mox's retaining. We'll see. And then maybe the firm so MJF tries to do it babyface and in shooing off the firm mm. uh allows Mox to pick up the win. It feels in line with what he's doing. Anyway, uh, we now get the real-life version after the video package. Of Stokely Hathaway is out representing his firm colleague, understudy, managery. Uh, he would be like a client, no? Yeah, client. Yeah, you nailed it, Zoobs. I should have just thrown it to you. Uh, all ego Ethan Page here to face Eddie Kingston. And I got to say, this is maybe the main hook of Dynamite going into it tonight for me. I was pretty excited to see this match. Did, did you feel any zip? For the full gear tournament on hole in this match in particular? Yeah, I mean, listen, I get excited and happy when I see Eddie Kingston on the poster for the show. That's sort of an easy, small, easy, small, easy wins. Um, it seems crazy that these two guys have a rivalry and they don't, it's not, there's no mic time. It's the only mic time we've gotten from Eddie in the last like two months is him wandering in and being like, leave me alone. So this is the first live appearance on Dynamite since Blood and Guts for Eddie. Wild. Can you believe that? 
It's like they Crazy. don't want this show to be good. Just, just give weird. Eddie the keys. They hear Eddie, we, we need a good show. No problem. He'll do it. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we might be in a similar to the way that like a lot of people are are um, decidedly more anti-punk than I think you, you and I are. I think people are. I, I think that like all of our hardcore is being like you got to give Eddie the title and let that be the run. I don't know if that is like the widespread um, no answer, right? Not even my opinion. I don't think Eddie should win a single match until the one that he needs to. He's like Mick Foley. Yeah. Like when when he finally picks up wins, the crowd would be like, "Oh my god, a two match win streak for Eddie Kingston! <laughs> this guy has caught fire. This guy is ready for the title." Like that's that's how these character arcs go, and I think it suits him. Uh, they open up certainly here with an Eddie Kingston special. This match did go shorter than I was intending on, but certainly the opening was uh, Eddie Kingston striking exchange battle. Uh, I thought a, a lot of fun, especially in the front bit of this match here. Zeus, what do you think of this matchup? Yeah, um, I'm not the biggest Ethan Page fan in the world, so. Um, but I think a, a good, a, sort of a good size fit for Eddie, a guy that he can strike with and and throw around and and be thrown around by sort of that classic uh, wrestler archetype, um, as they called him, classic, classically a pro wrestler archetype. I was like, yeah, that's a good, that's a good call. That is sort of what I, <laughs> the type it's I would true. describe. It Ethan absolutely Page is true. A little, if I were trying to, on commentary, put him over instead, I would say that he's like old school. Like, I think that's what I like about Ethan Page. He reminds me mm. of a guy who would, you could transport to the NWA in the late in the 70s and would the act would relatively hold. He's very like pro wrestler. Um, and I enjoyed this match. G good Lord, I thought of you on the Eddie Exploder suplex where it's like he rebound and catch and releases on. That's a, that's a big suplex. I mean, I know you're, you're Mr. Suplex around here. And I thought of you in that moment uh fantastic fantastic spot uh what do you think of the actual finishing spot here zoobs the all ego avalanche e e uh, uh, ego's edge I, I thought that was a pretty outstanding tv spot yeah a big spot and i sort of appreciate the nod that it takes a it takes like your super finisher to put anyway i sort of like i was like i was like oh that's yeah. nice it's like it, yeah he has to hit has to hit a top rope move to put anyway so that's good point not nothing not nothing Zoobs, can you comment on this rumor here uh, from Big Mac 181 saying Ethan Page isn't a big Zoobs guy? Can are you willing to comment on this? I don't have <laughs> I don't have any background on that. He might not. He might. He might not be. You want me to text him and ask? Yes. Let him know. What, let him know what I ever did. Yeah. Other than give it to him straight, right? What if I just say, "What's your fucking problem, man?" To him. The guy's all. I mean, he's all ego. Right? We've been through this. He doesn't have a. It's the ego's edge that he's <laughs> that being thrown off of. Classic edge of your ego you talk about the avalanche ego's edge being the uh protecting eddie in a way they also protect him further as he does get the stretch muffler on there's a tap but the ref is being distracted by stokely hathaway and doesn't see it so uh there you go ethan page does pick up the win here over eddie kingston and advances in the tournament which leads us zoobs if you don't mind to our first of three keep it or kick it tonight zoobs you love keep it or kick it I love, who doesn't love Keep It or Kick It? It's the, it's the original star of the show. Well, this is the thing. When I asked my Discord to rank their favorite segments on AA Double Dudes, I sort of didn't really consider Keep It or Kick It as one. This is the, the, this is the fries as part of the McDonald's order thing. Oh, wow. I had never considered that before. What a great... That's very impressive, Zoops. Uh, they're, but they're the people who did include Keep It or Kick It, it was often in the number one spot. So there you okay. go. So, so there you go. A classic segment around these parts. Keep it or kick it. And of course, if you're here for the first time, all you need to do is be a subscriber. Head over to your emotes bar 
And to look at the kick emote and the keep emote, of course, you're going to select the, one of those two to respond to a wrestling prompt that I give you. Of course, the keep emote means you like the prompt, you love the prompt, you want some more of the prompt. And the kick emote means that you hate the prompt, despise the prompt, and never want to see the prompt again. Zoobs, of course, you understand the rules of keep emote. I would never forget the rules. Promise? Promise. So with that, Ethan Page picks up a big win advancing in this tournament. I suspect he's going to get Ricky Starks on the other side of this bracket, who's got Lance Archer on Friday. Uh, I suspect it's going to be that is the final. So my prompt is simply this. All ego Ethan Page should win the full gear tournament. noodle scratcher but i think we have ethan page fans in the house a real noodle scratcher a real a real the more they roll in the more even this one gets let me give it another few seconds interesting um yeah the rest of the bracket i think ricky starks is sort of the is the person if you're if you were going to kick this i think ricky starks is the person that you would be um putting in favor there no josh you are muted by the way i've seen sorry guys Apologies, no, 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 not necessary. Uh, yeah, I think Ricky Starks is the guy on the other side of this, right? If you're kicking it, you're sort of like it's got to be 100%. Ricky on the other side. I'll go through it. Uh, good friend Jake starts off with a kick. Uh, pardon me, a keep. Ashton Kutcher kicks. Big Mac 181 keeps. McVander Huge keeps. Sever one. I may have Trillie McGinnis, Sam Fells, and Torp Penderloin keep and kicks from Hey, my name is Will. Area Thrasher. Irish Mac 21 and the. Maddie Mac calls it too much of a rocket strapping. I think that's five, six, seven, two, five. So yeah, there you go. Damn close. Damn near split the room. Uh, maybe the Zoobs can be the one that weighs in and gives the definitive answer here. Where where would you be uh, putting the boot or putting the boot, so to speak? I think I can keep this. I think it's a keep. Um, what does the winner of this get again? Uh, world Pardon? title shot, presumably on television. I would think. So maybe if you were if you were if you're presuming that MJF wins that title, it's a pretty easy first heel evolve with the firm that's pretty easy it's pretty easy to me yeah it's a keep for me as well as much as i think uh ricky starks deserves the world he's not a guy who can never eat losses wouldn't, i wouldn't you wouldn't feed him to mjf first immediately that doesn't make any sense no. and, and beyond that let me tell you i will i don't know if i'll be watching live oh, will, even then, even then you'll, that's what i was Mox. gonna say it works it side of the coin, right yeah. Um, and I will go out of my way to catch starks and uh, lance archer on rampage this week i there's definitely a chance that could be a whole lot of fun right yeah, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. To me, it's just something that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we're backstage with Renee, Roosh, Jose the Assistant, and the Dark Order. Uh, so uh, Roosh is now Andrade. Remember, you remember how Andrade wanted? How can right? how is this how is this lesson how is this lesson not been learned? How is this possibly on the show? I, I couldn't believe when this segment came on. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. How is this? How is the lesson, the lesson not learned? That that was absolute shitting of the bed with Andrade. Well, just to, to maybe uh, play devil's advocate here, Zooms, uh, that was Andrade. This is Roosh. So. No, kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was uh, on the show still. Thank I agree. I, like, holy. Poison, poison, poison to my eyes and interests. <laughs> 
this this was next little run of the show. I was like, oh, now I've been poisoned. Not like this the way that I liked it in the past. It hurts. Uh, Roosh has Bandito on Friday as part of the full gear tournament. And uh, Jose, the assistant, makes it clear that Roosh is going to win that, win the world title, and then Roosh will grant 10 the first title shot because I'm not joking, but he likes the way he looks. And and so then 10 will like him. Presumably, though, Roosh would still try in the title fight. So the, the exact... Yeah, this you know, is stuff that like it, 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 it advances. There's so many deep levels like going on. There's so much like, what is this? How is this possible? How is this possible that the story needs to be this? This is Roosh's, this is Roosh's fucking reason for being in this tournament. It feels just like fucking guys. borderline racist to me that it's like, remember how Andrade wanted 10? <laughs> well, so does Roosh. Roosh also sees the exact Everybody same thing. Everybody wants in this 10. Guy. Okay. It's like, all right. Okay. Uh, one thing I did like about Roosh here is that he makes it clear that if he's champion, uh, he will make sure John Hungry, Evil Uno, and Alex Reynolds get nowhere near the title. Uh, I don't think you got to worry about that, Roosh. And then we end the segment with John Hungry calling him a Roosh bag. Nice. Got him. Like, yeah. I didn't think that was very funny of Jonathan Hungry myself. I thought that was pretty lame. Uh, didn't like the segment worth a lick. Thought it was... Like literally, you, like a water we do in hair segment. We, Can't we, believe this is on the show. Can't believe we, this is still on the show. Like, Roosh is just recruiting ten. Oh my god! I hated the, I hated this stuff when the show was good. You know what I mean? That's what <laughs> that's how I feel about it. I was like when the show was a seven every week. I was like, yeah, I hate this, but I'll deal with it. Not now. Not now that the show's not as good. There are how people we need to have on this program before anyone in Dark Order. That's just it's the same thing no with Jay Lethal, which we'll get to. It's not even the fact of Jay Lethal. It's like there's any I'd rather see anybody else that they have on this roster. They build all these deep, talented people on the roster. I'd rather see anybody in the world but Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Holy Christ. Very curious uh, what you thought of this usage of Wardlow coming up here next, Zoobs, as uh, uh Davari's out. Uh this is probably a dark storyline I'm not aware of, but he has a butler. I don't know. Do you Pretty know anything cool. about Davari's butler? I don't. Looks like a wrestler to me, but yeah, yeah, yo, def- that's that's a wrestler haircut, not a butler haircut. I can tell you that right now. That's I can spot it a hundred yards. He's not that dedicated to being a butler yet, which is sort of I was like, I don't, I would don't know if I want to buy that guy. And now I want to give Davari some credit here because I think you're put in a position. You know, it's small. You have to lose. You want to do something memorable. This is like something of an angle. I just don't know that it holds up to that much thinking. As he says, Wardlow, I'll make you a deal. If you give me the TNT title, I'll give you my butler. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that we're looking out and smashing a jobber into the earth needs a needs that minute of story like exposition. I think we can well, probably figure it out. Without. Wardlow can afford a butler, right? Certainly, he's got. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. Could not and watch thank you tonight. No clue what this Hope is. all is well, Kings. See y'all next week. Oh, what a what a nice stop in, subscribe and hit the road. Thank you, No clue what this is. Once you pay, you can leave. We don't care. Yeah, I mean, and on Wednesdays. Just proving that the A-Double Dudes are part of the No Clue What This Is calendar, which I very much appreciate. Because I have that for shows, Zoobs. It's like, oh, this day is that thing. And, and actually, just like for No Clue What This Is, on Wednesdays, mine is wrestling break. There you go. Um. Anyway, Tavari offers Butler. Wardlow doesn't really acknowledge it. This gets announced as an open challenge. He powerbombs uh, Davari four times, picks up the win, calls out Will Hobbs. I say, okay. Okay. Can I let you run, run with this while I get a glass of water? Absolutely. So. 
and Will Hobbs comes out. And let's just say, <laughs> if you're going to be a pro wrestler, look like Will Hobbs. It's, it's a great way to be a pro wrestler. Because this guy comes out. He's got jeans on, no shirt, and gold chains. And I'm like, no one on earth could beat this guy in a fight. Who, who could be powerhouse? And yet, that was not all that was to be seen from this segment. As Samoa Joe, who had escorted Wardlow to ringside, we've been calling it for weeks, he takes his ROH TV title, and he smashes it over the head of Wardlow, breaking up War Joe, and turning what I think this will ultimately be at full gear, a triple threat between Samoa Joe, Wardlow, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, let me explain why I think this is a good idea, even though I am the guy who always prefers the singles match over the, the multi-man match. I think, this is just me guessing, I don't have any proof. I don't have any backstage sources. But I think there's a real chance that people are like, what will Wardlow versus Powerhouse really look like as a match? These are sort of two unstoppable behemoths. You wouldn't describe either of them as like in-ring technicians. In fact, in-ring, I think they sort of offer a lot of the same things right now at this point in their careers. Who better than Samoa Joe to not only add value as like a knowledge hoss, but sort of to general this match, even if he takes the pin, although I don't suspect that he, or I don't think that he will, it helps these guys who might be a little bit green or in this big title position sort of be brought along for the match itself. Good friend Jake in the chat saying, Bobby Burrito said this, but I loved it because Joan turned specifically because he wanted all the titles. It makes sense. It's not a turn for turn's sake. Yeah, absolutely. I was pumped. I'm, well, I am think I've said this on the show for weeks. Zooms has too, I'm sure. I'm much more interested in the Wardlow versus Joe than War Joe. Like there's, there's yeah, no War Joe never, War Joe never really had like a, logical destination for me no it's it's like y2aj back in the day it's like this is the tag team because these two need to feud and we're warming up this person uh so we talked through the segment but i actually want to jump to our second of three keep it or kick it's for the evening and get then get your thoughts on this after if uh, you don't mind i love it keep it or kick it this statement Zoobs. samoa joe has been added presumably to this tnt title match at full gear and a triple threat he's carrying the roh tv title Wardlow is carrying the AWTNT title. Keep it or kick it. This match unifying those titles. Not a very good one by me here, Zoobs. Not not a lot of split in the room. Well, you came up with an idea that I think people like right there. Right? Mm. I would be keeping it. I like this idea. Yeah, people are sort of like, the keep is, not that it's not a great idea, because it is a great idea. I think people are almost um, keeping out of, like, acknowledgement of how good of an idea that is versus, mm. like, this actually happening. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, hey, don't, don't, don't be shining the brains on the chat, you know? That's all I'll say about that. Uh, I think we agree, regardless whether you would keep or kick this Zoobs, I think you would probably agree AEW's flirting with or already has too many titles on the shows, yeah? ROH TV Championship, uh, first two parts of that don't exist, ROH TV, so <laughs> I don't know what that, what that, what that dealt, uh, covers. 
ROH can live with just the pure title, the world title, the tag team titles, and the women's title. In fact, I think ROH needs to be looking at early NXT as its prototype, and that's effectively what our, our, uh, what they were dealing with once they had introduced the North American title. Consider that for a long stretch, they just had world tag and women's. Um, yeah, and they have the six-man tag belts. That's right, Manny Mac. Um <laughs> Seems I got to be honest. I know, I know you said those were going to be the the best belts ever, but it's not it's not really panning out, is it? Well, I'm just glad that our record is spotless on the introduction of the six man belts anywhere <laughs> ever. It's going to get the elite back, right? They're going to be so pissed. Oh uh, yeah, that we 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 down our hands and knees begging to come back so we could avenge the stripping of our precious six man titles. Woe be to them. Chat loved this one anyway, Zoobs, and I like it too. I think we're doing too many titles. ROH is going to be a short show. This is Joe's the sort of character that you could coax into putting that stip on the line too. Like if Wardlow, oh, you're the belt collector, you want all the belts? Let's, you know, let's go all in. Let's double or nothing. You could definitely get there in a, next week, and I think it would be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the TV title isn't so bad of an idea for for ROH, but I'm also sort of like, if I was an Eminem. I don't know how that joke fits in. I forgot this could just play. I'm the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo flavored one. Zoom, compare this song. I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. More or less than the one earlier. This is a clear second place now. the poo flavored one. This is good. Obviously, it's if great. I was an M&M, I'd be like, oh, I'm... I'd be like, oh, I'm... I would be like, oh, I'm... I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo-flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo-flavored one. Oh, I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo-flavored one. I'm filled with bugs. I'm the poo-flavored one. I'm filled with bugs, I'm the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs, I'm the poo flavored one. You have to do this one, I have no idea how long it is one. or when it stops. I'm filled with bugs, Crashers, like my daughter was singing one. this earlier. <laughs> I'm filled with bugs, I'm the poo flavored one. I'm filled with bugs, I'm the poo flavored one. Huge, if I had this song, I would cruise down Front Street by Stock Jetta with the speakers cranked. Natty Max like nice shirt, Josh. Yeah, thanks. Uh, old Naito. Uh, I don't remember what bootlegger did it. This was their Naito two belt. I think it was Bad Street USA actually. Uh, Naito two belts. Yeah, one of my favorites. That's absolutely hilarious. Thank you. Who played that? Anonymous. I love I think anonymous. I don't anonymous think anybody. Said, I think I know who the anonymous gift sub is. I'll I'll tell you off air. I, I think I think I know. That's beautiful. There's somebody who's enough. chatted tonight. They were in the last keeper kick it. How about that? Well, I yeah, I would assume so. But, but you would? Well, they had to be in the chat to be doing the, doing the subs, right? So there's wouldn't be a person who's not chatting, I think. See, if, I would say that, that if it wasn't anonymous. But anonymous makes me feel like it's somebody who might just pop in and play the song and split. No. Well, wow, okay, yeah, I, I don't know the space as well as you. I'm saying that, that, that initially I was like, oh, is this a, why would a regular not use their name? I don't know. Maybe they are the poo flavor one. Filled with, filled with bugs. Yeah. <laughs> you ever felt like that, Zeus? All the time. 
I feel like that right now, to be frank. Oh, I'm so sorry, brother. Thank you for making time tonight, uh, Zoobs, and still putting in the hours on this show. We'll motor through the rest of this, get you to bed early. I'm just kidding. There's so much still to go. Uh, <laughs> it's stuff that I hate. I can't wait. Renee is backstage with the baddies. Uh, they make Jade Nyla official. Um, this promo was very stock Jade. I got to tell you, haven't been this excited for a Jade matchup in a while, even though the feud has been junk. Uh, just the way these two match up is appealing to me i'm excited to see jade versus nyla and uh, your thoughts on this matchup now made official suits um worry I, I worry about a little bit of stunting in the growth of jade maybe so i don't know that i don't know that the progression is leaping off the page the way that it did in the past i still believe a lot of the things sure i believed before um but i can't say that like the matches have me um clamoring for more right i think like i feel like she should be working more so that she, we can sort of see a progression but i get that she's an attraction um so we'll see we'll see really gotta have the right partner in there when they decide to do that longer more stretched out match i know she's off tv right now but i still think that's uh you, you could look to serena deeb for that role yeah yeah we'll see saraya and Britt baker are having their face to face you'll you remember zoobs uh brit no showed it last week correct and then and then we got the cliffhanger is she cleared and now we get to find out this week you must really be wondering what's going on here. If I'm cleared, if I can wrestle. Soraya starts out this promo and she's already so emotional that I know she can wrestle. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, this is a certainty. And she does a good tease here. And she goes, and I have the answer. I'll tell you right now. And unfortunately, and I go, you, you dirty dog. I see what you're going to do here. Unfortunately for Brit. I'm completely Zoinks. clear. <laughs> Crowd comes alive for this, despite having mixed feelings about Soraya for the the rest of this promo, which I think is a little bit of interest, a uh, little interesting. Uh, Soraya then kicks into an emotional promo about Brit. You talk about building this place, starting this place. What you've done is basically nothing. Uh, you have been gifted everything. Listen to my tale, and she talks about her english family and her traveling up and down the uk and giving her neck and her life and her reputation publicly battling a drug addiction uh and and many other demons which i think we don't need to get into here but you know when she started to lay all this out it is like she has lived a very full public road to get here and this is a believable angle for the character i think that somebody who is from her you know you have a full-time job outside of this. Like you, you are in a healthy long-term relationship and you're going to wander around here and act like I have no business being here. Like, let me grab your ear. Even though I didn't think this was the best performed promo, I thought it was a little up and down. I actually thought the angle of it and the, the messaging like on a page was really savvy and, and makes a lot of sense for the Soraya character entering the Brit character. I thought it was good. Where, where were you on this before we get to Brit? So I was, I think I was, um, lighter on the on all of the Soraya stuff in the previous weeks than a lot of people were I think yeah I think I've sort of just been like well we'll see like we're very nostalgic for an era that I didn't really watch uh I, I believe you all but you know I'm actually about my own uh, I did like this quite a bit I thought I like the this is again we've talked before this is sort of what it takes to make yourself in AEW is honesty and and coming from a place of uh, of truth and being your authentic self has sort of been the key to a lot of the people that have um, succeeded in the company and done some of the best work. Um, even MJF, in, in a way, right? You can sort of twist it to be, exactly to right. be about that. Way, to be about that. Um, so I'm happy about that. The, the the whole thing, 
you know, there's, and I'm sure you'll get into it. You talked about sort of the mixed reaction, how um, you get some uh, opportunities to, you know, why wouldn't you be on Brit's side for part of this? And why wouldn't you be um, sort of like, you know, she does get, you know, Soraya gets booed for a little bit and, and they both sort of get cheered. They both sort of get booed. Um, I think that's, I think that's to me missing the point a little bit of just sort of like if, if the, if men's wrestlers were doing this, I think we'd be all, we'd be all about it. Right. It's sort of like exploring the depths of themselves and like letting themselves be Being real good people and bad people all at once and sort of being, having reasons to support them and the reasons to hear against them and being able to draw your conclusions where they lie. So um, I like that about it. I thought, I thought another example of when Brit's in there with somebody that she can Come elevate on. with, she does, you know, she's sort of like a lot of the problems we've had with Brit is she doesn't have the people to go toe to toe with to this level. Um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm in the building on this one too. Thank you to my brother, the Hellcat, Marlon Phillips, for the four-month sub. Swinging by here and classing the joint up like only the original swag man can. Um, I thought Britt's reaction here actually sort of elicited the more confused heel-face dynamic here because this crowd is pumped for Soraya. She's back. She is dumping on Britt. But then Britt looks to the crowd and starts her promo with, is there anything more fickle than an AEW fan? And it's like, well, okay, you've been healed for the entirety of this company's existence. Like, <laughs> it's like you guys, you guys are gonna side with the new girl or the one who's always been here. It's like, yeah, every town we've been to, you've been like, your sports team sucks for three years. It's like, that's and I get that the meta context here is she is a heel, so she doesn't need to be consistent here. But calling fans fickle, I do feel like it sort of resonated with the fans. They're like, wait, we're not fickle. Uh, we're with you, Brett. Because uh, there is this sort of outsider versus WWE thing that I think the elite versus CM Punk has brought to sort of touching everything, whether it wants to or not. This is not your house. You're jealous of me because I'm everything you wish you could have been. And I think in a lot of ways, that's probably true. Uh, I think Britt has had, you know, sort of a more tempered, straightforward, less chaotic, riddled road, but has held the world championship. Uh, and she says, you can't just say whatever you want, bitch, make an appointment. I wrote down she did. Like that's what we said next week on Dynamite. Yeah. We're gonna have a face to face. Bitch, make it. It's not gonna get any more appointment appointment like than this. So we don't take walk ins. She said we don't take walk ins. Bitch, make an appointment. Some, some, uh, some procedure. Some, some, you know, office humor there. I like that. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, you know. She's a dentist. You get it. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Soraya. You got fed a bunch of QT's trainees, a uh, line that I've never thought of, but uh, this is a very nice uh, sort of internal rhyme there. And then Soraya, this is where she sort of talks credentials about where she's like, I was starting revolutions before you were wrestling, like before that word was in vogue. So, so say, spare me that. Uh, I, I thought that this was good. I thought that there were moments that they felt a little lost in the middle, but when they were really in the thick of it, you, you touched on it there, Zoobs, and I really agree. Uh, Brit is a little bit like Umaga in the way that if you give them something they're not interested in, it's going to be, or maybe Tetsuya Naito for a more modern uh, example. If you give them something they're not interested in, you're going to wear it all, see it all over them. You give them something to chew on and, and bite into, you can really get something out of them. I mean, is that is a, a big game performer in sports, Zoobs, would you call that? Yeah, I love the I love the two ends of that line you do there with Umaga and... Uh... And that's Unito. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and using them and using them to compare to Britt Baker. That takes skill. You're not gonna eat that anywhere else. <laughs> that's funny. Uh we we head backstage and we get a best friends and factory stare down. Sort of a weird edit here where we get OC uh 
I think another great, I really like the way they're doing OC's title reign so far. The way he like gets in and out of matches without overexposing him talking is great. Uh, Lethal's going on and on. How about this? How about, or sorry, QT's going on and on. And Lethal, or and OC is just like, and the QT's about to say, well, then you can face Lee Johnson this Friday on Rampage. And OC interrupts, which is like, okay, sure. See you then. <laughs> like walks away. Uh, I thought a nice mix of energy, even if I think Orange Cassidy versus Lee Johnson is like boy boy uh but then there's a weird cut to now the best friends who were just with orange cassidy are now with our pals uh uh sanjay dutt and jay lethal it's not it's not what i need this isn't what i need all the rope that i can get the best friends possible i don't need the back-to-back -back, uh qt marshall in a stairwell leads into uh Jay Lethal backstage. It's not uh I don't need this. I don't need this on my show. Please <laughs> no. please stop. It, it's it's like it's like a weird bit of torture because it's so close to something I want, you know. Chuck Taylor's out there. Trent I Trent might have the best gear in wrestling over you the course of time. No me. All of you. You, Thank you Marlon. know me. You don't know me. You I'm so glad you don't know me. It's the PA that was like, you got to stop talking, man. <laughs> Tony Khan is talking to me. This is the storyline. Is Tony Khan is talking to someone and being like, stop this. Stop this. Um, I can't believe I'm made to sit through this. I can't believe that I'm paying the price of the Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, 15 to 20 minutes every week. It's like, I can't. this can't keep happening. It's not. It's not good for my like quality of life you know <laughs> no it isn't and on top of that in particular jay lethal and jeff jarrett are like an uroboros of disinterest for me i i can't tell which one of them is making Holy me less shit. interested in the other but i'm like this act is poison man like poison and jarrett's not even getting like some sort of insane heat if he was coming out like he was in gcw and people are like really don't like him okay but it's not happening. Dan Lambert was getting more heat than this and doing a better job with the promo, I might add. But he is out here. He explains sort of why he's attached to these guys, which I did say needed to be answered. 
Uh, he's with Jay Lethal because he offered him his first full-time contract. I suppose that's over at uh, TNA. When he, he sucked over there too. Don't forget that. Talking about Jeff Jarrett, of course. Uh, I, you know, I don't. And Jeff Jarrett does this promo. They want Sting and Darby, and they're going to get them at the pay per view. It's announced later. It's been, I don't really have anything else to say about this. It, it, I'll say that it upsets me a lot that this is on the show every week. It uh, it is going to be hard for the shows to score high when Jeff Jarrett appears. That is is how Poison. it feels. Poison I will me. say they teased out there for a moment because the best friends still were out there. And I was like, maybe they're just going to fix this. Maybe he's going to go to uh, hit Chucky with the guitar. Chuck no sells the guitar, spins the old man up. That's right. You guessed it. It's an awful waffle on the exposed concrete. Trent and Orange pull the mats back. Killing. <laughs> Any hope of Jeff Jarrett had of continuing in AEW. You can only hope. Yikes. Uh, Renee's backstage with uh, Jungle Jack Perry. And if anybody knows where Jack Perry got the jacket he was wearing tonight, please let me know. This was a very me jacket. I would like to purchase this jacket and wear it on my body. And I, I'm yeah. telling you, I would look at least as cool as Jungle Jacket. In fact, I think I suit that style of jacket more than, than Jack Perry. You have a lot of leather jackets on, on this show. That's true. Was oh, this a leather jacket? It felt like kind of had a little everything. Yeah. Nice, nice jacket. I liked it. Um, he says this Friday he wants to talk to Christian and Luchasaurus, and it sounds like he's going to get it. I am in disbelief that we are returning to this feud. Um, why are we still doing... pushing Luchasaurus? Crazy that we're still doing this. There's a couple of things. Where it's like, wow, we're still doing this. It's tough. <laughs> Maddie Max saying jungle jacket. That's very Not funny. Bad. Irish Max saying a members only jacket, sort of, but then I had like a biker collar. It was not just a normal members only jacket. It was something else entirely. I'm telling you, I gotta find the specific jacket. I you think I don't know what a members I don't know what a members only jacket is for for God's sake. Don't come in here and say that was a bomber. Don't say that was a leather coat. It was, it was something it was I wouldn't be it's something very unique, this jacket. I would like to find it. We Thank you, Matty. We stumbled into uh, a real Rolodex situation for you right, right there. You, you can start listing out the your jacket I know guy. Coats. I know coats. Yeah. Some you know, back in the day I was a nicely dressed man. You know, now who gives a fuck? I live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Simply by not wearing pajamas, I'm the best exactly. dressed guy in 400 kilometers in any exactly direction right. here. Yeah, exactly right. Who cares? Not even real. John Voxley is out with William Regal. And I think that's important to note. I'm not bringing this up week in and week out for nothing here. As William Regal, right at the dead center of this feud, we remember uh, Max's promise to not use his diamond ring. It means his hands will be free. William Regal famously uses brass knuckles. I'm just saying. Mox thought he knew it all, Zoobs. Oh, was that a sound alert or something? No, okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought I knew it all, Zoobs, says John Moxley. When he first challenged William Regal, and he's bringing Colin back to the Dean Ambrose times here, where uh, he had a match with William Regal, and he says he got humbled. Uh, he got stretched out and beat up, and it made him pissed off because he realized how far away he was, and it made him want to climb. Sound familiar, Zoobs? Uh... What are, you alluding, what are you alluding to? I'm saying that MJF a couple weeks ago was like, Regal, when you were really mean and shut me down, it sent me spiraling down and then on an upwards trajectory of which mm. the likes I had uh, not seen before. These Both these guys explaining that their path begun with Regal beating them down verbally in MJF's case and physically in John Moxley's case, fitting to both of them on both sides of the mirror, I think. Sharpest attack on this one. John Moxley shifts gears. Do I hate MJF? I don't know MJF. Who is MJF? 
And then, I, this is the Mox I love. Because he's not blood and guts, roaring enemy, I hate you, John Moxley here. He's, this is the most swagger maybe you're ever going to see Mox with, besides when he's literally swaggering, I suppose. Uh, as he says, he goes on that MJF acts like a world champion and acts like a multimillionaire in his clothes and his, his fake diamonds. And he goes, you know what? I actually am the guy. I am an actual multimillionaire world champion. And I'm like, big fucking Mox. Because this is true. It is almost crazy to think, that John John Moxley is such a good pro wrestler that it seems surprising to me that he's a multimillionaire. And it's like, of course, <laughs> this guy's immensely rich. I'm such yeah. a fucking mark that I'm like, Mox is a multimillionaire. He's I'm like, this guy's been a multimillionaire by. for a decade. <laughs> yeah, he's scraping Mox and scraping by, making ends meet. <laughs> What's he doing in GCW? <laughs> Living the dream. And I love him for it. Uh, I hate that uh, MJF calls himself a pillar despite never having to carry anything. And then, my favorite part of the promo, he goes over and him and Regal have a chuckle. He says, and he calls himself the devil. And him and Regal both laugh. Two guys who knowingly exchange looks about their battles with substance abuse. Uh, I am very willing to bet that the places that John Moxley and William Regal have hung out, a guy like MJF doesn't scare them. And that becomes the crux of what John Moxley says here. Brother, I have met the devil. I have looked into his eyes. Seeing bad people do bad things, and that's not you. It makes sense to me that John Moxley would not be afraid of MJF at all. Uh, that doesn't mean MJF can't win. I'm saying it is viable that John Moxley has no respect for it. He then goes on about everything he's done in his career, and he says that everything here, dwell on this, Maxwell. Everything you've done up to this point has been easy. Mic drop. I thought really phenomenal stuff here from uh, from Mox. Yeah, great. In in two segments, we sort of have uh, we have it all laid out in front of us. Great job of. Um, I mean, geez, Mox is fucking is that guy. It's sort of it's sort of funny. It, it all ties into that what he was saying. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. All all the same points. The I am multimillionaire, multi, like world champion. That's I have been. That's that's who I am. This is what this is what it's actually like. It's not about um, the flash and sort of presenting yourself as it. It's about absolutely actually being it. Um, man, top notch mocks his best promo in God, how long? Who knows? When's you, when's you, when's the last time he touched this level for you? A while, and it would have been a, in a different speed, too. It would have been one of the more, and I'm gonna do this because I'm John, and, and I love that style of mocks, but it's cool to switch it up. Um, CM Punk, MJF, these guys both have shown you over the, the year the, the value in switch throwing a curve. It's a change up in baseball, right? Seems when you switch the speed, is that right? Yeah throw a change up every now and then. And I, I thought that's what John Moxley did tonight in a really cool way. And I, I'm certain Regal's getting involved one way or the other at full gear. Yeah. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty in on that, uh, on that match now as sort of like a, from both sides of it, it's sort of MJF's framing of it, but actually being a really big match and it actually being like an opportunity to see um, the beginning of a new era in wrestling, right? Have, have a guy that's very emblematic of, the 20 the 2010s and, 20, and early 2020s sort of like what rose to the top was sort of the john moxley and then sort of is is the next generation is this 2020s are we going forward into like that getting handed to mjf it's very interesting it's so cool and action Kutcher's right to point out that in mox's promo he's like regal and i want you to take this company and carry it on its back like we see it in you but can you become the guy great stuff and now zoobs we move on to a little segment I like to call Wednesday Night Tweet. 
Wednesday night tweet is over and we go back to AW Dynamite where there's uh, one of these elite erase promos and these, these guys are back at full gear, right, Soups? Seems pretty blatantly clear with the, all the gears and the pretty pretty subtle stuff, fellas. This uh, is a geniuses with the audiovisuals. I mean, really. Okay, you know what? This stuff obviously doesn't look the best and is not. I, I want to say this. Save it for the pay-per-view. Full right. gear would be helped by the elite return more than the television would. You can get by on next week's dynamite with something. Let's do the big off air return. Fuck the trios titles, get Kenny immediately invested in something meaty, have the young bucks, you know, the, you know, putting over the trust busters or something and let's get back to business. So yeah, I'm with you. again, these, these promos are, Poor execution of what is ultimately a good idea. So I don't want to dump on it too hard. I'd rather them try stuff like this and swing at the bat. I imagine they saw the white rabbit stuff with Bray Wyatt. I'm like, how do we do something like that? And it's like, well, not exactly like this. Yeah. Not I mean, exactly I, like him either, though. You see that I, I guy like lately? Uncle, Uncle Howdy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. Who's yeah. the man under the mask under the mask? I like I liked this one better than the weird third-person view last week where we saw the guy over oh, the shoulder no. editing it. That, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. That one was the worst. Yeah, that one was definitely the worst. What is that? What's that weird-ass? Somebody's cutting them out? Is it a producer now? It's awful. Uh, thank you, good friend Jake, for saying that uh, he loves ones tonight. Tweet, I do too. Uh, Asha Kutcher is right. Uh, they, they did get erased, so maybe they won't be at full gear. I mean, it's pretty pretty clear that they're not going to be. They were fired, and they've been erased from all the, all the old footage, at least for sure. Now, Zeus, I, I, you're right so often on this channel, so I hate to remind people of a time you were wrong. But you you were the only guy I heard. You thought MJF was actually fired there for. for I was pretty sure. I was pretty sure he was gone. Yeah. Well, that's it. I called him Mark, and that's it. See ya. Can't do that. I said. <laughs> Sky Blue versus Jamie Hater brings us in here next, and. Uh, yeah, you, you, I think we're both fans of Jamie Hayter. That's fair to say. Are both fans of Jamie Hayter? We've cultivated, in in a way that Kazarian was ahead on Limp Bizkit, we as a community here at Wrestling Brain have been way ahead on Jamie Hayter. Big hater heads around here. Hater lovers, if you want to call it that. I'd say for, for the better part of a year, better part of all of 2022, we've been supporting and shouting the virtues. I thought that this was the best sky blue I've ever seen. And when you have that moment, you often have to look at the other side of the coin. And so I'm giving a lot of credit to Jamie Hayter tonight. Um, I would describe this, and I don't feel like I describe every match on AW like this, as a smooth match between a understudy rookie and the title challenger who's going to win. It, it's not going to blow your socks away outside of the moments where... Uh, I forget what Jamie Hayter calls that move, but it's it's like uh, uh, Hiromu's time bomb too. It's like she tucks the guy and then drops on the head. Uh, that's so cool. The ripcord lariat, of course, just fantastic. I saw somebody on Twitter say that needs to call that the haymaker. Uh, mm. Not the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. What did you think of this one, Zeus? Were, were you as impressed as I was at the things in play here, or were you uh, a little let down? No, I'm into it. I'm uh, I'm I I I really do see the value in in a sky blue type of 
character. We talked about this a little bit um, before, but I think she's a great match for Hater. Um, and I think when you're looking the long term of like Sky Blue as a as a prospect, we'll even say she's obviously mm-hmm. very, very you know Sky Blue more like grass green, you know. Um, okay. Uh, I'm, I I think there's a huge place in this division for <laughs> sorry, for, I'm still for, recovering for a, for a, a a face like her. I think she's like she's like a, a, a an underdog. Um, you know, young, like I, I sort of get a vibe of maybe early Alexa Bliss or like even oh, sure. hints, hints of like, I know that she'd obviously had to go, go through a huge change to find success, but like just sort of that, like somebody that, um, as much as we are drawn, I think to the, you know, the, the Britt Baker sort of like the, we want the, the super worker that cuts the, also cuts the, like can go both ways promo and sort of like can skirt the lines. There's, there's also a place for just like a, a peppy, like go get them underdog face especially in the women's division i think it plays really well when it gives a variety to the acts that i like so like i wouldn't i wouldn't be betting against like three four or five years from now sky blue like has put it together and is maybe the name isn't still sky blue but that wrestler um has put it together to a degree that people didn't expect yeah i, I like that a lot Zeus. well said um i almost want to watch sky blue her singles matches as we go and measure them now against this match and use that as a measuring stick of her opponents because clearly if you put her in there she's willing to get a little physical you know they're working real snug on some of the the farm exchanges and i just thought that this was a easy match to get into didn't overstay its welcome smooth the whole way nice to see yeah i think uh, like i said i think hater um is a great opponent for her sort of and and and, I, and blue is a great opponent for hater somebody that she can really show off the muscle and the strength and the the move set is just so devastating and killer um and as you said just sort of like be the be the champion challenger that clearly is going to win this match and like takes care of business i think it was a great look it's, it's the best i think haters like really peaking at the right time coming into this yeah i don't expect her to win but she's like her stock and and the way that she's performing is rising to the occasion Well, and every week, I imagine I feel this, and I I think you probably feel the same. It feels like a snowball going downhill. Like every week, and if this were to go on weeks and weeks, Hater would feel like the more likely winner against Tony Storm. I think it's just this sort of weird hang-up with Thunder Rosa coming back that that they might not make the switch, but I certainly can be convinced into it more this week than last week and last week than the week before, and I imagine that'll be true next week as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Brian Cage is promoing backstage against Dante Martin, and I got to say... Uh, I, you'll, you'll never find me using this word on this channel besides this, and you'll never hear me using it negatively. I don't think a lot of people know what it means. Uh, but Brian Cage versus Dante Martin is going to be a spot fest and mm-hmm. I'm going to love it. Uh, I, I think this match is going to rock and roll, uh, Dante Martin versus Brian Cage. I thought this promo was kind of whatever, not, you know, it was fine. Uh, but I'm excited for this match. Does this does this uh, move the Zoobs? I wouldn't call this Zoobs bait, but does it move the Zoobs Richter scale at all? Some some rampage you said. That's right. Yeah, I, I don't like what I'm always I'm way to see it. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, you know, big guy, little guy, and and the super freak athlete. You wanted more Brian Cage, and, and this is this is the this is the show that you've been surrounded by to get that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the, the the genie has a bit of a bad cell connection sometimes with yeah. uh, me and AEW, but it does the messaging sometimes gets through. They said single. We hear you loud and clear. Do you want single Samoa Joe and you want more Brian Cage? <laughs> Sprinkle in. Matty <laughs> <laughs> uh, back asking, uh, do I expect Rosa to come back at full gear? Yeah, hundred percent. Unless they want to save it for like the dynamite right after. But either like, 
either interrupts the moment or yes returns on wednesday but within that for uh, the saturday to wednesday i definitely expect to see thunder rosa unless the singing career is taken off i suppose do you yeah, have any update gonna... on that front i'll have to check the patreon later on yeah we'll be doing that uh we're supposed to go backstage to have marvez interview ricky starks but ricky starks has been brutally attacked by lance archer uh, who commands the mic to say everybody dies a couple times I think the match is going to cork on Friday. I this was like I was like, all right. You're talked into the door on Rampage. I've noticed that's three times now. You said I. This, that's a match Definitely. to look forward to. Yeah, they've done it. Yeah, Lance and uh, yeah. I mean, it's not. You know, Zeus. It's not like my life is. It used to be a rock and roll. I, I was out living. I you know I don't have a fucking life. So it's like on Friday there might be. So, oh, okay, that, that's great. <laughs> Actually, Friday. I, no, never mind. I won't be seeing Rampage. I'm going to yeah. see the band Foles on Friday at the. Yeah. Anything Club. else came up, so I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> they call that the rampage i think yeah <laughs> um all right main event time <laughs> our our brother sick nick saying marvez with an emmy award-winning performance here is like oh we need help we need help yeah yeah that's, you're, you're right to call that out sick nick um main event time brian danielson versus sammy guevara and i i just get the sense everybody likes this match more than me um, I'm pretty done with the BCC uh, JAS sort of supposed to really adrift, and the we're not Sammy guys, but um, I, there were some things I didn't mind. Like, listen, to get a two or three falls is pretty baity for me. I like uh, I like Danielson in lengthy matches, but didn't quite for me either. To be honest with you. So you're you're one of the smartest guys of all time, and I'm going to ask you a pretty hard question here, okay? And if and if the answer is I don't know, the answer is I don't know because I don't know the answer to this question. But I, sure. I'm deferring to you. So the first fall of this match occurs when Sammy Guevara throws a chair at Brian Danielson and it hits him. DQ, yeah. That's exactly right. 20 seconds later, Sammy Guevara is hitting Brian Danielson with a microphone right in front of the referee. Yeah. Not a DQ. We haven't started the, we haven't started the second fall yet, right? It's sort of what we're Okay. That's what so that's, that's what you're that's supposed to believe to that. Well, that's fantastic. I, I asked a hard question. I got an answer. That's why you're the Zoops. Seeing through this business. I mean, I, my damn x-ray glasses. Optically, I was like, this is incredibly stupid. Throwing a chair from 15 feet is less impactful than smashing a guy with a microphone point blank. I agree. I'm with you. I, I was presenting like the, the faulty logic. I don't, I, I'm with you. The, the continued, it was only because it wasn't part of like the same assault, right? It's sort of, you, yeah. Really, anyway, but yeah, it's. I, I, in general, like the strategy of the DQ. Uh, it's been done in cool fall. ways, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, never better than Del Rio just smashing Kalisto's head with a chair for the first fall there, two out of three falls. And then goes on to pin him twice. So technically two on Kalisto, but all Kalisto does is get hit by a chair. <laughs> but also, like, I don't know, you're, to make you're, you're really giving up a fall to Brian Danielson. That seems pretty stupid. Now you got to pin him twice. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if the match wasn't great, or I just had a hard time connecting with it. I'm really over, like you say, uh, JS and BCC, but also Sammy and Brian. I've seen, and mm. this television needs more than just great matches on it for me right now. I need the stakes and I need the investment, and these are not matchups that build them in me. Again, I was very, I was, it was easy for me to get into Eddie and All Ego, a fresh matchup that I hadn't seen. 
first round of a tournament. I was able to get into that optically worse match than this main event, more than this main event, because it's just like, all right. And on some nights, that's fine. Like some nights I just feel like watching wrestling, but I do feel like I'm watching this program as we're two weeks away from a very important full gear. And uh, I just didn't really feel like it brought it in the, the biggest way. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. I think maybe maybe we are in the minority of that. Uh, but yeah, and Nick pointing out the the pre-announcement of the four-way kind of kills it is sort of weird. Yeah, yeah I tweeted I about would... this during the week. What why on earth do you why on earth would you announce that? What what is the possible benefit? Irish Mac, I felt the same way basically immediately. I was like the 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 unfortunate answer to the why would you give away the first fall like that is to make the match shorter. For sure, but then don't do the mic thing. Yeah, well, even but even just like I, I was like yeah. Right. One of those realities. It's like, I wish I would rather, obviously, than not do that, but that's watching TV and not getting pay per view. So, so it goes. Like two out of three falls also like barely feels like blow off matchy. Like, they're supposed to be like, all right, we've rematched once. We're going here. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. None of this really landed for me. Tough. Yeah. Sever TV putting my thoughts pretty well here. I think if I want to watch just great wrestling, IWTV is there and has any number of great wrestling matches with no stakes. This needs a little more behind it. Absolutely. And it's going to get more time and have no commercial breaks. Um, completely agree. And that was Dynamite Zoops. Crazy. I think I'm lower on it than I was coming in. I think I'm going to like a 5, 5.5. Yeah. I think I'm down with you in the four and a half range. Damn, I didn't mean to bring you down, brother. Ah, uh, you know, I get progressively sicker as we did the show as well. So Get out of here. What are you still doing here? We we love you for showing up at all tonight. Enjoying talking to my buds. That's what I'm doing. Have a great time with the Bradyaks. Um, We'll see you next week. And then it's, then it's is it all out week and a week from now? No, yeah, it's two weeks away. No, no, it is next Wednesday is the go home show. Am I wrong about this? It's You're the nineteenth, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So it's next Wednesday, Saturday. We'll... Thank you, Tony. You rock. Yes, I love the Saturday shows. Stay Thank tuned God. to our Twitter at wrestling underscore brain. We'll let you know what our full gear week uh, um, slate of content looks like. We'll of course have plenty extras around the channel as we always do on AEW pay per view weeks. Uh, I heard the zo Zoops. Can you confirm that you're going to be doing a, a six-hour NWA watch-along? Yeah, that... deep lore. We're getting into the lore of belts that won't be defended or involved in the show in any way. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> hey, well, that's fantastic. And if there's anything you'd like to see next weekend, I think it makes sense for us to do, I think it was actually RL who was saying, why not do a post-Rampage stream that also previews the Saturday show? That made sense mm. to me. Um, but of course, no matter what, we will be here Wednesday night doing the post-Dynamite stream and Saturday night. The reason we do this channel, our post-pay-per-view call-in shows. So if you are a nasty casty hearing me right now, it's Saturday night, baby. You can stay up late, have a coffee, and come back with the Sword Shield and Dynamite mat after the pay-per-view. Call in. Have your voice be heard. Come chat with the Brainiacs if you don't normally do it. These are our, our party atmosphere nights, our big shows. Come on back next Saturday for the full gear post-pay-per-view stream. Ain't that right, Zeus? Yeah, there's a chance that I we don't like the show, which will be fucking amazing. And for if you want some nice channel, I'm sure you've already thought of this bookending, but I just did. The last time Zoobs was very mad on this channel, it was for full gear 2020. Do you remember the main event, Zoobs? Oh, MJF against Mox? MJF. Awesome. <laughs> versus John Moxley. We get the rematch. Can and and for the record, I actually think you liked that match quite a bit. It was more the general show. But can they do better in the Zoobs' eyes? We'll find out next week. Come on back to Wrestling Brains so much. Zoobs, I send you off with love.